welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. I am coming to you today from the home office and have actually been having to wait to record this because I think I've mentioned before there's two doors down a massive construction project going on and they seem to rotate through jackhammering, concrete trucks, uh, reversing trucks, swearing workmen, cranking tunes and all of which is not optimal for recording a podcast. Uh, but anyway, here we are. Despite all of that, it has been a beautiful day in Sydney today, really feeling like spring is definitely uh, heading towards full force. And I met up with a friend this morning to do a bit of a walk down by, it's called the Bay Run, which is in the inner west of Sydney where I live. I haven't done it for so long and it was really lovely to be down surrounded by trees and by the water and having a great chat. And part of that walk and chat prompted today's topic because having the conversations with her brought up memories of something a time in my life I have not thought about for a really long time and that was when I was about 26 I think so that's like 20 years ago oh my god okay anyway uh 26 and I just got back to Australia after living overseas for a couple of years and I came back and was starting to look for work and it was going to be different kinds of work than what I'd done in the past and so that was I guess one of my my um, early career crossroads and I remember hang on let me back up the chat with my friend today was about the fact that she has recently resigned from a relatively new job that was looking good on paper in terms of the theory of what the job was going to be but when she actually started doing the job she pretty quickly found out that it was just not a good fit for her and it was actually um, having a really negative impact on her in lots of different ways and so she decided to just resign and did not give herself time to find something else she just needed to get out of there basically and that that's only been a couple of weeks now since she did that and so she's reconsidering next opportunities and study and things like that and that can be a time where it can be quite emotional and a lot of things can come up and as we were talking it prompted me to remember that time in my life when I just got back from living overseas for a few years and I was starting to look for work and it was a time where I was deciding I wanted to explore getting work in the media industry I had no clue what job I wanted to do in media I just thought it could be fun and would be good and I would be good at it and so I started exploring that and I'd been you know applying and looking into things for a couple of weeks and I remember it was about the three week mark and I remembered so distinctly today how I felt back then 
and I was only, you know, and I told myself I was unemployed, but really I was only just beginning the job search, but I was unemployed and I had been unemployed for three weeks and already I was feeling the emotional impact of that where I was doubting the value that I had. I was doubting whether anyone was ever going to give me a job and it really was actually quite depressing and made me feel really bad and negative. And so I guess part of that brought me to think about this topic as well as the fact that I recently did a mindfulness meditation with a beautiful meditation teacher, Joseph Goldstein. He is one of the meditation teachers on the 10% Happier app. And what he was talking about was in our meditation practice, the difference and impact of aspiration versus expectation. And I think that all of these things converge to make me think, you know what, this is what I want to talk about today with you because I think it's really relevant and hopefully will give you some insights and some support about how you can deal with this and navigate, especially if you are at a point of crossroads professionally or perhaps in another aspect of your life, because that's what life is about, right? Because sometimes we can have expectations, pictures in our mind of how we want something to be, whether it's our life or our job or our health or our home or whatever. And when we have that blueprint in our mind, that expectation, if the current reality doesn't match up to that, then sometimes it can have a really negative impact. I guess when I think about that example of being unemployed for three weeks and the impact it had on me, what that represents now that I think back on it is that I had an expectation that I would get work really quickly. Uh, I had an expectation and an aspiration that I would get a great job and that I would be seen as a desirable employee who'd do a great job, be part of a good team, and that the reality wasn't matching up to that. And therefore, there was this great disconnect in what I was feeling day to day that didn't really help me stay in a great space. But then moving forward to now, there's also been recently a change, I guess, in my work direction and different opportunities that are coming my way that are being offered or presented to me to explore, some of which I think are great opportunities and some could be, but they're just a different path than what I thought. And so for me, recognizing those new opportunities for me to review brings up a question of what am I heading for? For quite a while, I have had this focus in my mind and I still feel like it's a focus of where I'm heading towards. And I guess I'd put it into the aspiration bucket of I would love for Mick and I to be geo-flexible, which is what I call being able to have work and business and whatever happening that allows us to be located physically wherever we choose to be at that time, whether it be in Sydney, whether it's somewhere in Queensland, whether it's overseas somewhere, and that we can work from anywhere. And I know that lots of people do that. And so I know that this is actually possible for us. There's a few other things that I think I've also had in my head about what that looks like. And that's part of what I'm starting to realize. Because in talking about some of these new work and business opportunities, 
it has prompted me to have conversations around which ones of them make sense if the longer term vision and aspiration is geo-flexibility. And that becomes then a bit of a filter for my decision making and weighing up what, what makes sense for me to be focusing my time and energy on now, what's a short-term plan, medium-term plan, long-term plan. But it also made me realize through some of the conversations I've been having how much of that geo-flexibility I have already created and that I don't think I had realized or appreciated that because part of my expectation of what that would look like was different from what's happening now. And that's the bit where I think I had a realization that the aspiration was there, but there were also these layers of expectation about how that would look or how I would get there. And so that's why I want to keep exploring this and sharing this with you. Because I think that there's a real benefit in being able to separate these two elements of aspiration versus expectation because if you can do that then you're hopefully going to be better able and not get caught up in that attachment to the expectations that are there because it's a bit of a trap that you can get yourself into when you've got a bit of a fixed view of how something is supposed to be or what's right what's wrong or the how of how something's going to happen Looking at it through this lens of two separate things allows you hopefully to open up some different options. A trainer that I worked with a couple of years ago now, actually, Benjamin Harvey, uh, I did quite a few of his courses. He had this quote that I remember writing down where he said, the why will overcome any how. And so for me, the why links to the aspiration And the how is about how you're going to get there. What's the practical steps, the action plan? What are you actually doing or not doing? And so I think I want to keep that top of mind about how the why will trump the how, if that makes sense. There's also, on the flip side, a certain amount of judgment that kicks in when you are attached to a certain outcome or a certain set of steps or that expectation of how something's supposed to be in, you know, air quotes. And that's not actually helpful, especially when you're trying to make some change. And again, I'm sure I've probably mentioned this statistic before, but there's a statistic that apparently 85% of people are actually unhappy or disconnected from the work that they're doing. And as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I am a big believer that Every human being on the planet should do work that they love, that they feel they can thrive in and that we want to create the conditions that allow that to happen as much as possible. Sometimes it can take some time to transition to that, hence the Transit Lounge, but it's okay to actually want more in your work and in your life and you need a plan of how you're going to get there. But let's have a look at the difference between aspiration and expectation because sometimes they can just get lumped into the same sort of bucket. So firstly, um, and this is very much coming from the, I guess, the description or explanation that Joseph Goldstein gave in that guided meditation where he describes that aspiration is where you have a view that you want to become something or achieve something 
and but it is it's a higher aspiration from where you're at right now and that he described that having an aspiration sets the direction of where are you wanting to go and then there's a certain set of steps or practice and actions that you would take in order to head that direction conversely he describes that expectation is that sense of wanting for things to be a certain way and that therefore expectation can sometimes be more about attempting to control either control ourselves or our environment or other people but that straight away sets us up as human beings for struggle because there are so many factors outside of our control and therefore if you're attached to that expectation then you're automatically going to be in conflict so he says that ideally you would let go of expectation while still holding on to the aspiration and I think that's what really stood out to me about that particular meditation practice but I wanted to just sort of unpack that a little bit more for you in in looking at two two things one is you have to set the aspiration or allow the aspiration to come that higher purpose that bigger picture that longer term view who is it that you want to be what is it that if you had the choice what would you want to do with your time what are the experiences uh, and things and relationships that you would want to have allow yourself to immerse into that aspiration enjoy the dreaming and the vision of it and then let it set your direction and know wouldn't it be amazing and great if I could get that or be that achieve that get there so let it set the direction create a bit of a plan of action to head that way that's the step one the second part of it is actually about recognizing when expectation is is present and I think that's something that has been coming up for me where I'm sure I've had lots and lots of expectations in the past but recently I've become a little bit more aware of them existing instead of them just being I guess unconsciously around and that's very much about my own experience of the type of person that maybe I thought that I would be at this stage in my life and the sorts of experiences that I would I would have and you know with the geo-flexible outcome or aspiration I've realized that there was a certain expectation or assumptions that I would get to that a certain way and I would be living in a certain type of place and the fact that I actually could technically I could be geoflexible right now uh, to a certain degree is great for me to realize now the reality is that Mick isn't in a situation to be geoflexible yet but we are making choices and putting things in place to try and optimize the chances of that happening but I realized that for me there was that attachment and a sense of judgment around how that was going to look and be for me and now things are shifting a little bit and so it might be slightly different so we may still achieve that end goal that aspiration but it might be in a different kind of way also another example is a client that I have been working with recently who has been doing her profession for 
probably in the industry for a, almost 20 years but her current role I think she's been there probably coming up to 10 years and she's at a stage where she's ready to leave that situation and she said right at the beginning of the coaching program you know I know I want to draw a line in the sand I'm definitely leaving this environment I'm leaving this workplace I think it's important for me to do that to really stretch my wings and get out and interact with new people in a new environment a new industry and really have a fresh start and she sort of realized recently in, in a conversation or a coaching session we had recently where there was a lot of attachment and attempt of control around that because she's got new information now through some of the work that we've been doing and the research and exploration she's been looking into she's got new information about the industry that she thinks she wants to go into and the types of roles that exist and the type of study that she might need to do to upskill she's had a new offer come her way that could potentially soften that transition from current role to new role and she came to one of the sessions quite fixed in her view that she was not even open to that that it was in contrast to what she had said a few months ago about what she really 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 wanted and what she must must do and I guess I was able to reflect back to her that it's actually important and okay that given the new information given the new offer that she could in fact be open to considering it it doesn't mean she has to blindly accept it because it's a cop-out but it's also not okay to just blindly block it and not even consider it and that is another example of where sometimes that expectation can bubble up where you're trying to cling and grasp onto something having to be a certain way in order to be right I'm far from perfect you are a human being there are going to be times when we are going to stuff this up and that's okay but the idea is to be open to adjusting uh, a quote that links to that you probably have heard about adjusting yourselves but this one I found was by a guy called William Arthur Ward thank you William no idea who you are um, his quote is the pessimist complains about the wind the optimist expects it to change the realist adjusts their sails and that is what I guess is the invitation for you to consider today from this episode is there something that you perhaps have attached a certain expectation or set of expectations to of how something is supposed to be how something must be or how a change is going to happen that might be blocking you from new realities new options new opportunities and so this is just a reminder that your job in this life is to be the best version of you the happiest the healthiest the most prosperous you doing ideally work that you love work that allows you to thrive and feel like you're being your best and that's the exploration for you from today's topic and if you are ready for a change perhaps you are at some sort of a crossroads then I want to let you know about this brand new program that I am going to be launching for the first time very soon and it's called CEO you it is for women 
who are at a professional crossroads, who want to do work that is meaningful to you. So if you're ready to explore what that could be and how you can make it happen, then what I'm doing at the moment is before I open the doors to, I guess, the general public is I'm inviting you to express your interest in finding out more about that program to see when the doors are open, whether it's right for you or not. And you can do that at thetransitlounge.com forward slash EOI, which stands for Expression of Interest. And if that's not you, but you know someone, maybe a friend, a work colleague, a family member who you feel like is in that situation of being at a career crossroads, then maybe you can share this episode with them so they can consider whether or not it's something they might be interested in. And I would really appreciate you sharing it if you know someone that it could be interesting for. That's it for this week's episode. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.